Hey, hey, my loves. Welcome back to Jill's journal. Entry number four. I am really loving doing these with you guys. Like I'm really loving it. I'm really loving just being able to riff on anything and everything. I'm happy to go on tangents. Not that I don't go on tangents in my other episodes, but like I have a flow. I have a flow. I record a lot of them all at once. Um, I do them in advance because that's just what works for me with my podcast. Um, I have like kind of a schedule because I'm going to be launching and stuff like that. Like we're still keeping things businessy on this end, but this just gives me a lot of freedom. And I really love audio, which um, I didn't think I would ever say as somebody who stutters. Like I always talk about that, how I started my coaching business because I was like, I'm going to be able to like never talk at all because I stutter. And oh, jokes on me. I'm literally a public speaker, <laughs> like being a coach. I, and I've talked about that before. Um, not realizing that I'd be on podcasts and doing guest speaking gigs and going to networking events and stuff like that. But universe had other plans for me. I responded. So that's fine. I guess I'll suffer through my life being an entrepreneur. I'm just kidding. We're not suffering over here. We are thriving anyways. So I'm really loving doing these episodes with you. Um, and it is Thursday, June 2nd. And the third entry of Jill's journal came out today. And this is the fourth entry that I'm recording for you right now. And the reason why I'm recording it so early is because um, I just had a very spiritual experience in the Embodied Woman program. And this is a self-love and healing program by Stevie Wright. Stevie is somebody who I have followed for a couple of years since 2020. I actually unfollowed her in a bit for a bit and then I re-followed her again like within the last like six or seven months within the last like I would say like a year actually um but the reason why I started following her in 2020 was because one of my best friends wanted a life coach and when she showed me who she was looking at I was like oh she has a lot of followers because I think she had like 15,000 or something at that point she's a lot more now but I was like, whoa, she has a lot of followers. She probably charges a lot. And like, that's not always the case. But in a lot of cases, that's true, especially if it's an established coach who's been working up their audience for a while, you know, like it just makes sense in the coaching world. And um, she was like, oh, I really hope not. And yeah, it was like 15k for six months. And she was like, holy fuck, who the hell would charge that? And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> but um so she didn't end up working with her but I stayed following Stevie and Stevie does a lot of breath work energy healing stuff like that and that is a big part of my business and she does a lot of like feminine embodiment and I am a masculine gal through and through um especially with my businessy side of things I have a lot of things around work ethic productivity I'm always overworking myself um I I'm on that end of the spectrum and leaning into my femininity and into my like relaxed receiving like receptiveness mode is something that I am always working on really balancing that feminine embodiment and also like also being in harmony with that masculine driven side of me as well and just kind of like balancing those things and that was on my vision board um not her 
program specifically, but I had it in my mind when I was thinking about, okay, I really want to focus on like feminine embodiment this year. So I decided to join the Embodied Woman and it was amazing, life-changing, so good. Um, and actually in the From Imposter to Empowered program, we're going to be doing a lot of breath work and energy work. It is going to be coupled with the strategy and the mindset and the science and all that stuff. It's a beautiful mix between the woo and and the science and the thought work and the feelings work, you know what I mean? Um, and it's going to be a really amazing experience. So I hope you guys are staying tuned about that. Um, and I will be dropping, oh my God, I just remembered that I'm going to be dropping the waitlist soon for that. So I'm super excited. Uh, to get that to you guys because the program is going to be fucking unreal. Anyways, okay, so I'm in that program, right? And it was our last call tonight. And during our session in breath work, we did about, we did about every other week we would do a breathe. And it's usually a very deep breathe. I usually move through so many emotions. I resolve so many things. It's really amazing. And let me tell you that the spiritual side of me is something that I I have unlocked but tentatively and it is something that because I have always struggled with imposter syndrome and unworthiness um, I never knew if I was receiving intuitive downloads or if I was making stuff up in my head and because I had an environment and people around me who are very um, in the material world they're materialistic in the sense of they only focus on what they can see right um I was like yeah like I'm crazy if I believe in God or talk to God or whatever when I was a little girl I think I've talked about this on the podcast before um I would go down in our forest I called it my magical forest I had unicorns and it was in the like front yard of our house and I would go down there and there was this little like a clove. Is that a word? A clove? I don't fucking know. But there was this little like part of trees that I would talk to God and I would go in and I would sit in there and I would talk to God. And we weren't religious. I went to a public school. There was no reason for me to know why I was talking to God, but I did. And it's really sweet, actually. Um, as you guys know, my childhood home burnt down. My parents still lived there and so did my sister she had moved back home because of the pandemic um but it burned down and then my parents had to live with my grandparents my sister had to live with me blah blah blah. you guys know the story at this point but um my dad actually preserved my magical forest and he actually put steps down into the magical forest because with the new house being built that they're now in and it's beautiful they're doing all this new landscaping and filling in a whole shit ton of land but he actually preserved the one area where I used to go and talk to God and it's it's actually like super super sweet that he did that um but yeah weird kid strange child um and so I used to talk to God I I felt like I always knew things I had very high empathy as a kid like I remember just like looking at somebody and like knowing what they were thinking and feeling and just like feeling so uh like feeling a lot for them also was I a person that experienced like 
um, experienced times where I felt like I had to emotionally manage people and all that stuff, yes, but I also feel like I am intuitive and I, I was able to pick up on things that other people didn't. Um, sometimes I would think to myself, that event's not going to happen or this is something that's going to happen and th- and it would. Um, and I really lost that. I talk about this in my book that's coming out soon. Oh my God, guys, I have so much to tell you. My book, You're Not Special, is coming out soon. I'm in the process of currently having it edited. And then once that's done, I'm just going to upload it to Amazon and do the whole thing. And hopefully that's smooth and it'll be in your hands if you order it by like mid-June. I don't know. I'm I'm just like, I can't believe I'm going to be an author, a self-published author. I am so fucking excited. And I've already started the second book. But anyways, so what was I saying? The book, oh God, I lost my train of thought. So I've always been spiritual um, and I would always like receive, oh, 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 that's what I was saying. Um, I wonder how many times you guys hear me go, oh, 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 and then I continue with the thought. Did I just lose it again? Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done this at night when I've been working all day and I had a busy day with calls and showing up and doing all the things um but oh yes I talk about this in my book where I believe that we lose our sense of worthiness and then we're on the journey to finding it again and that's how I felt with my spiritual journey as well I believe that I was put here to experience the spiritual journey to help women find their inner power and use their voice and like raise the consciousness of the planet I truly believe that and through that we have to do our own work right and that's why you'll never see me not doing the work I'm always in a program or I'm doing my mindset work or I'm feeling my feelings like I'm doing it all because it allows me to hold deeper space for my clients right so I just learned that my in that my intuition, that my like knowing, my deep knowing wasn't right. And I denied it for a very long time. But as I got older and as I came into coaching, coaching was the catalyst for me to like change everything about myself and to really love and accept myself. Um, It's more than just like a job for me. It truly has changed my entire life and my entire identity. One of my best friends in the world just got married. We've been BFF since we were 14 um I I was talking about that on the podcast last week and she has always said to me and she keeps saying to me she'll be like you are such a different person than even just a couple of years ago she's like you're so much more sure of yourself and confident and I'm just so proud of you and it's true I am a completely different person I still have a lot of like beliefs about myself and stuff I have to work through but but like that's the work right Um, so I've been on this spiritual journey and for those of you who don't know, I have been told by intuitives that I used to be a witch and my stutter is actually a part of me being executed as a witch for using my voice. Um, I think I've done, I've done some readings where I figured out it was because I spoke up about something and there's like an angry man and I get executed, but I have a witch wound. Um, and when we were in that breathwork session just now, 
I had this like vision of me by water and at that time it was like lifetimes ago and I was the witch and I was by this stream of water and I look back and it's almost as if I choose to go back to the village and be executed. Like I choose to go back. I had a chance to live and something inside of me was like, I don't deserve to continue living. Like I, I should go back or I don't deserve to flee or to get away. And oh, like even just me describing it to you, like I'm just getting like chills because I saw so clearly in that moment, like, it's my choice whether I thrive or not. It's my choice whether I live or not. Um, And I think about both of my grandmothers and my grandfather on the paternal side, they're all immigrants. And my Omi is my maternal grandmother, and she's German, and she was a part of the exodus um, of Germans to Poland during World War II. One, two, don't quote me on that. Well, that's really terrible. It's in my book. But um, she was a part of that and and she had to grow up not having a ton of rights. And, and when she told her husband, who was my grandfather who passed away when my mom was around like 11 years old, When she told him, I want to become a realtor, I want to go and like work, he laughed at her. Um, And she didn't have the freedoms that I have. She didn't get to go and make her own money and do her own thing. She did have other jobs and stuff, but she couldn't pursue something that she truly was passionate about and loved. And like, she couldn't pursue her purpose. And same thing with my paternal grandmother, like, and my paternal grandfather, he, of course, he worked he had a business all that stuff but my paternal grandmother like she raised my dad and his two younger brothers and um her purpose was in like the family and I just think about like how much choice I have and how much how much I am truly shackled by my own decisions sometimes where I truly tell myself I don't have an option like I can't do anything else but that's not true. Like there is always an option for me and there's an always option for you too. Like we are, we are free right now in this moment. And me having that experience, again, I had the thought of, am I making this up? Like it was just like, it was so clear, but then I almost started to like question it. But I was like, no, this makes sense. This makes total sense. How when I was a witch, I had the option to leave I had the option to like run away I had my freedom but I decided to go back and thus be executed and thus be burned at the stake or whatever it was right I I had the choice and I chose to shackle myself I I chose to limit myself and I'm telling you this because you are are so much more in control than you think And we tell ourselves, I don't have the money. We tell ourselves, I can't do this or I can't do that or this person says I shouldn't or this person doesn't believe in me, whatever it is. But like your greatest limitation is truly you. And that is the whole premise of what I do is I help you see that when you decide that you're worthy and when you decide that you're good enough, 
you can create amazing things. You can do fucking anything you put your mind to, but you can also love yourself and accept yourself. And that is the most beautiful thing. That's all the things that we're striving towards. But then you get to create a life full of purpose. And for me, that looks like helping you grow a business so you can make your own money, so you can fulfill your purpose, helping raise the consciousness of the planet and helping show your daughters and your sons like if I can believe in myself, if I can change the trajectory of my life just by my thoughts and me deciding, so can you. Like we have so much power in that. And again, like, oh, it just like, it was so clear to me. I was just like this, like that is why, like, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. I was just so shocked. I was just like, this is huge for me that I had this experience because I always knew I was a witch. I always knew I was executed. I always knew that that's the reason I had the stutter um, and that my purpose was to come into the world and help share my voice and help others share their voice and speak up for themselves. And I was just like, but there, there's more. There's more than just this. And I found it. And that was that I can either choose to be free and be liberated and and choose the fact that I am deserving of life and to thrive and to enjoy my life and to have freedom and that the only limitations are in my mind. The only limitations are me, are me and the things that I'm telling myself because as a witch, I told myself, go back, go back. Like for some reason, I wanted to sacrifice myself or whatever. And it's not honorable to sabotage yourself. It's not honorable to sacrifice yourself because you are the most important person in your life. And your kids are important too, don't get me wrong, but like a happy mom, happy parent means for a happy kid. And I just had to say that because I think that's super important. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very crazy. I, I feel very blessed to have that experience. Um, and that is what breathwork will do. It, it just, it speeds everything up. It speeds up your healing. It speeds up the like integration. And that's why I'm, I'm, pairing it with the thought work and this subconscious work um in the from imposter to empowered program because it it allows you to integrate and embody all the learnings and the lessons at a deeper level and it helps you get the fuck out of your head and allows you to create new neural pathways and create safety in your body like it is just the most magical experience and you can get a fucking massive transformation breakthrough you can you can go into your past timelines and heal ancestral wounds and you can do all of that in like an half an hour of fucking breathing deeply it is wild <sighs> so that's what I had to tell you guys I really had to record this now because I was just like I can journal on this or I can do a Jill's journal episode and share it with the world so I'm really glad that I got to share that with you today and we're gonna pivot slightly because I wrote an Instagram post but I want to share it on here about how to sign a soulmate client this week so kind of pivoting but like I hope you feel like amped up from that story and feeling like yes my purpose is here I have to stop shackling myself I have to stop limiting myself okay so how you're gonna sign a soulmate client this week I call the potential client soulmate clients because I believe we have contracts with people um, I believe that there are people that you don't even know of that you haven't even met yet that 
are going to be your clients and how can they find you if you don't keep going, right? There are soulmate client contracts out there for you um, that are going to come to fruition, but you have to stay the course and you have to continue on this adventure so you can have your clients and have your abundance. Kind of like how everybody says um, the abundance and the money that is for you, you will never miss it. You just have to feel worthy of it to receive it, but it's already yours. It's already yours and so are the soulmate clients. So a couple things that you're gonna do to sign a soulmate client this week. The first is you're gonna do a highest self check-in. Are you being the best version of yourself? Are you thinking and acting like her? And where can you realign? This doesn't have to be difficult, it can just be checking in and being like oh yeah i i think that my highest self wouldn't be constantly overthinking and checking the analytics for the applications you know what i mean my highest self would be going for more walks my highest self would be journaling more in the morning okay so realign with your highest self and check in with her clear your sales energy so what I mean by that is if your soulmate client was ready to buy today, what would you say? Sometimes we get caught up in um, saying things like, oh, my ideal client has to wait a long time to work with me or my ideal client doesn't have the money right now to work with me and we get caught up in those loops and then we subconsciously um, start like speaking to those things like speaking to objections that we think other people have so clear your sales energy and ask yourself if my soulmate client was ready to buy today what would I say to them what would I talk about on my stories what would I talk about in my posts what would I say number three is sell the result what are you promising them sell the result if 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 you have a result which is something like i help you heal your inner child okay something like that i have a client who that is her result right and if you are not saying that every day if that is not the basis of your pitch if you are not saying that in your ctas you need to sell the result like the like the um the the analogy with the airplane and Hawaii and the airplane commercial, it's not the airplane, it's usually the customers in Hawaii because you want to show the destination and show how you're going to feel and how it's going to look like when you achieve that result instead of just being like, but we're going to do this and we're going to do that and blah, blah, blah. I think that it's good to talk about the process but sometimes people focus too much on the process, right? So sell the result. Number four is to make energetic space. So envision this ideal client on your calendar. Play around with what your week would look like with them in it. Put it on your like payment calendar. I have one and I have it up on my board. And whenever I'm making room for a new client, which by the way, I'm taking one-to-one -one client. So book a sales call at the link in my bio. Um, whenever I have a room for a client, I'll put it up somewhere on the calendar and I'll highlight it pink because that's the color of all the payments that are coming in. And I'll look at it and I'm clearing that energetic space for them. I'm thinking about, oh yeah, so I have time on my calendar at this time and it would be great for an ideal client. You know, like make space. Um, I have 
clients who are like, I don't have time to write content or I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. And what they're subconsciously telling themselves is I don't have time for clients. They're trying to actively sign clients, but then they're telling themselves, I don't even have time to upload an Instagram post or to journal in the morning. And it's like, bitch, if you don't have time to do those things for your business, you won't have time for a client call, right? So make sure that you are making energetic space for the soulmate client to call to be called in Sip some water and lastly release any resistance to signing new clients by changing or clearing beliefs on why you can't or why you feel unworthy so releasing resistance means um do you say you want clients but there's actually a belief that you don't think that you'll be able to or do you think you're charging too much or do you think there's no value in your services these are all subconscious blocks and thoughts that are running in the back of your mind as you go to show up as you create your programs as you sell your programs um, and they are going to affect how you market and of course that's all the work that we do in one-to-one coaching releasing all of that resistance and the mindset drama um, so you can have amazing healing and breakthroughs and so you can sign clients and scale your business that's all that I do so book a sales call at the link in my bio for one-to-one coaching keep your eyes peeled if you're interested in group for the from imposter to empowered program that is coming soon the waitlist is dropping soon and you get to save $111 if you enroll within the first three days of our launch which will be happening in July and last and not least I am speaking at a spiritual entrepreneur event. It's called Universe, Y-O-U, Universe. And I am one of 10 international speakers and I'm gonna be talking about imposter syndrome and worthiness. So I'm so excited to do that and I would love you guys to come and join and you're gonna get so much value. It's a five day event with speakers from all over the world. It's gonna be epic. You're gonna get so much value out of it. Um, and you can go to the link in my show notes and grab a ticket for that. Okay. God, this was a good one. I love you guys so, so much. Um, and if you are feeling the pull to work with me, please book a sales call and we will chat. Um, I want to see you succeed. I want to see you use your voice. Nothing makes me more happy than like results that don't even include money. Like of course I'm so happy whenever one of my clients signs clients or when they make a fuck ton of money. I'm obsessed with that, but I'm also obsessed when they have like a killer fucking breakthrough or when they feel so worthy and good enough or when content is flowing out of them or when they feel like I can really do this. Like I can run this business full time and, and have an amazing successful coaching business. You know, like it's so, it just fills my heart up. Okay. So I love you so much. Hope you loved my witch wound story. (laughs) I love you guys. I'll see you next week.